learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 4, Episode 16. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Veronica Blakely. Veronica Blakely is a native of Tampa, Florida, where she has worked as an educator in public schools and community colleges. She is also a former corporate manager, but education is her passion, which she uses in her business as CEO of V's Voice Enterprises, Inc., a communication academic and coaching company. Veronica is the published author of six books focusing on communication, education, depression, and relationships in the African-American community. She is a former local president and area governor of Toastmasters International, where she managed six public speaking clubs. Veronica has been a co-host with local TV news anchors for several community events. She was also the host and MC for the Soul Dad O'Brien Starfish Foundation Powerful Summit in Tampa, Florida. In addition to Veronica's many talents, she was a movie extra in Ocean's Eleven, which was filmed in St. Petersburg, Florida. She is also a former NFL cheerleader for the Tampa Bay Bucks and for the World Football League, Tampa Bay Bandits. Veronica performed in two Super Bowl halftime shows in Tampa for Disney and Bruce Springsteen. She has performed in several local plays and has produced and directed numerous gospel productions in Tampa. Veronica is a dedicated community volunteer and is a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, Inc. Veronica has a bachelor's degree in speech communication, a master's degree in management, and an education specialist degree in education leadership. She is also a host and MC, voiceover talent, and she facilitates workshops as a consultant on public speaking, career development, urban communication, entrepreneurship, and basic education skills. To book Veronica for your next workshop, conference, or meeting, contact her at www.vblakely.com. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Veronica Blakely. Veronica, welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. You're welcome. So I read your bio and I want to say kudos to you for understanding the importance of effective communication and educating others in this area as well. So that's really awesome. Thank you. It is an area that is very sensitive to most and not wanting to... Uh, venture into by others. However, it is a passion of mine. Yes, yes. Great, great, great area. I love it. It's much needed, much needed. <laughs> okay, so are you ready to talk about leadership? 
Yes, I am. All right. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree? Well, actually, I I have a different perspective. Okay. (laughs) I would say that leaders sometimes are born and then sometimes leaders are made. And then there are other people who generally don't want to be a leader. And in that case, those individuals are best in their role if they have someone else who is leading them. They learn from the leader, and then they're able to understand what it is to lead. And if they choose to lead, then they can do so. Okay, yes. And I do understand that perspective as well. My thought comes from self-leadership, you know, where we have to boost ourselves up to do what we have to do. So that's why, you know, whether we are leading a pact or just leading ourselves, I still believe that people are, you know, we all are leaders in our own right. But I do understand as far as the grand scheme of things, what you mean. I do agree. Some do. And like I was the kind of person where I've been a leader, but I didn't realize. So then I wasn't leading effectively. I I wasn't leading successfully, but I was leading. I was teaching some people some of the nice, not nice, not so nice things to do as opposed to nice things, you know, so it's all in perspective. But like they say, it's always someone watching, right? That is true. Okay, so Veronica, can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? Actually, I realized that in my teenage years, in a very unusual kind of way, I would notice that my friends in the neighborhood where I grew up would always follow me in reference to some things that I would do, whether I was good at it or not. For instance, my voice was made for speaking, not singing. However, when me and the neighborhood girls got together, because we thought we were Diana Ross and the Supremes, but that was possible <laughs> at that time. I was free because I knew all the words. And I knew all the dance moves, and they would be in the background. They always played the background role, never did want to do the, uh, the lead, even though we were not performing for anyone other than just being there in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I realized at that time that I was a leader when I did not think that I was because I was a person that was very quiet and a a person pretty much in the background. So I learned it early on, but I did not capitalize on it until I was in adulthood. Okay. Thank you. And I do. I agree with that. I think that a lot of people go through that. Like I've heard some stories where some people are like, I knew I was a leader from preschool and I'm like, good for you. But I feel like the majority of people don't realize it until they're in adulthood. And then they look back like, oh, yeah, I was leading then. I was leading during that time. Yeah, people were actually paying attention and following along with what I was doing. So Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, so in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Veronica, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? My code of leadership has to do with integrity and also making sure that somebody is watching you at all times, no matter what you do. So you can lead by a good example or a poor example. So when it comes down to integrity, that for me is what defines my leadership. 
Okay. Yes. Yes. Integrity. And again, leading by example. Yes, because there are many leaders and some people are not leading people the way they should go. Absolutely. But still they're leading nonetheless. So I do agree with that. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Veronica, Mm -hmm. can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? I saw a video recently of Oprah speaking on that very same subject. She said, there are no failures in life, that everything is a lesson. Take it as that, learn from it, and move on. Don't repeat the lesson where you did not, where you were not successful, but go ahead and use it as a stepping stone to move on up to the next level where you should be. And I think that is actually correct. I think the fact that we have been calling ourselves failures because we did not successfully do something is minimizing the effort that we have put into it. So as long as you're putting forth some effort, you're going to learn something from it. Even if it's going to be something that you did incorrectly, you will learn later that you can correct that lesson that you did not follow through on in a proper manner. Okay. Thanks for that. I love that. And I do agree with you, right? It's more of a stepping stone. And that is a great point that you just brought up as far as when we, oh, I don't even want to say fail, but when things don't go the way that we envisioned or the way that we planned or the way that we wanted it to go, we could like negate or throw away all of that hard work as opposed to looking at it like, okay, I put forth this effort, I did this, it didn't end up the way I wanted it to go. But look at what I did, because when you think you failed, you kind of don't even take into consideration what you did. And what you did could be great. How they say, enjoy the journey. Like everyone's worried about the long haul, which is great. We want to get there, but enjoy the journey along the way and appreciate the baby steps that get you there or lead you to another path, which obviously if it leads you there, that was the path for you to be on anyway. That is so true. That is so true. I love that. Okay. So, Veronica, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? Yes. When I was a corporate manager, I had to deliver some bad news to an employee based off what was told to me by my then district manager. The employee told me at a later date that. She was on her way to a vacation after our meeting, and I ruined her vacation with that news that I had given her. I apologized to her because I said, I really didn't intend to ruin your vacation. However, I was delivering information that was given to me by my boss. Even though that information was incorrect, I was following leadership. And this is where this is important to know that sometimes leaders and give you the incorrect information. Mm, yeah. That from that point to this, I have not taken what somebody else's word is to share with somebody else. I get the facts, I get the information, I make the assessment, and then I deliver it in a manner which I feel is necessary. Because I ruined somebody's vacation based off of information that was given to me by someone else and it was incorrect. So therefore, I don't do that anymore. Either it's factual or I don't discuss it. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. Yes. And you brought up a great point that yeah, even though a person may be a leader, doesn't mean that they are always right or always knows everything. So I love what you said as far as a way to get around that is to make sure that you get the facts and get the information for yourself. And it's not really saying that maybe you don't believe this person, but it's always good to do research. I just recently put up a post about the importance of research. hmm. And then my favorite, make an assessment. I'm very analytical. Everything in me is data and analyzing it and breaking it down, right? So make an assessment for yourself. Make an assessment for yourself and then determine your course of action. And at least that way, whatever end result it is, you know that you got there on your own based on your information and your assessment as opposed to just blindly following other people. So Exactly. Thank you. Okay, so Veronica, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem, and why? I feel it's the same, because everybody has to either have that passion and hustle, or it's just not going to happen. So being a a female doesn't matter, or being a male doesn't matter, because there are, for instance, women who have been entrepreneurs who have excelled quite well. One of the ones that always comes to mind for me is Lisa Nichols. She figured out a way to make her business grow from after realizing of uh, being on welfare that she was never going to go back to that point in her life again and trying to feed her son. So she figured it out on her own. But by that same token, there are other males who are entrepreneurs who decided to find their own way because they wanted to put in the effort and put in the work. Uh, One of them being uh, P. Diddy when he decided to have an internship at a radio station where they had never had interns before, but he wanted to learn the business. Because he was able to put forth that effort, he was hired within three to six months of the time that he was an intern, and the rest is history because he learned the business, he learned how to capitalize on what he learned, and then he became very successful. So both those individuals, male and female, They put forth the effort, and I think if we all put forth the effort and we are passionate about what we're doing, each of us would be successful. So I don't think it's easier for one or the other. Okay, thank you for that. I love your viewpoint. Yes, put forth the effort and let's not worry about the things that make us different because with our effort and our passion, we're all the same. Okay, so productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Veronica, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Well, one way that I remain positive is to first wake up with a heart of gratitude. Those days when I forget to do that, (laughs) wake up thinking about the processes of things that did not go well my day starts off discombobulated. Starting each day with a heart of gratitude, I do my devotion, I say my prayer, I get up and have whatever meal, of course, for me, every day is oatmeal and coffee for (laughs) breakfast. I exercise so that I can help get my mind and my body, everything in sync, so that I can make my day run a lot smoother. When I don't follow that path, I have a real bad day, and I have to try to reboot in the middle of the day, which is kind of hard to do, in order to get focused and do the things I needed to do for that day. 
Okay, thanks for that. And I do agree, self-care and taking that time in the morning to get on the path or get in the mindset that you need to be in is the best way to start your day and keeps you productive throughout. So thanks for that. Okay. All right. So Veronica, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? Something that blessed my leadership was when I was a student at a community college, I had a Black professor, Dr. Sylvia Carley, who unfortunately uh, passed away a couple of years ago. I had not seen a Black professor before. Oh, wow. I was so enamored by the fact that this person went off to college, obtained the degree, and she was able to command this student's attention while she was delivering her information on her subject matter. She became my mentor. I was able to uh, touch base with her and follow up with her and complete my college degree because I saw that it was possible. Mm. And having that happen to me, this was uh, back in the 70s, so I'm dating myself at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was a first-generation college student out of my family, so therefore I had not even thought of the fact that a college professor could be Black or a woman. So that helped me understand and know that you can actually do anything from this point on. And that's what I tried to do. Okay. I love that. I love that. Cause we do, we need those role models and those examples that let us know that it's attainable. And those examples from people that we can relate to or people that look like us so that we can then feel like, yeah, I can do that too. If you can do it, I can do it. So I love that. Okay. So Veronica, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader? or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? One of the best advice, uh, uh, the best advice I received as a leader is a quote that is used by Oprah. What you focus on increases. And I added something to that. Positive or negative, the choice is yours. Mm -hmm. Whenever I would get up to speak to the college students that I would talk to and I would give them quotes every time, I would deliver a, a lecture on communication business or whatever course I was teaching, I always started off with a, a quote. And at the beginning of the term, that's one of the quotes I started with and one that I would end with because I wanted them to know and even to remind myself that whatever your focus is going to be, you are in charge of that and you have to maintain that so that you can either be successful or you will wind up not being as successful as you want to be. So whatever your focus is, is what is going to increase. If you're focusing on having a different group of friends who are excelling and going higher, then that's what your focus is going to be, and you're going to go higher with them, or at least you're going to attempt it. If your focus will be on individuals who are not making such great strides, unfortunately, because you're in that particular circle, that's where your focus is going to be until you realize, I need to get out of that particular circle. So the quote, what you focus on increases is something that I try to make sure that I remember every day so that I can be successful in what I do. 
Okay, thanks for that. Yes, I totally, totally agree with that. I saw something similar and I used to actually have it on my bathroom mirror before I moved and then I don't know what happened to it, but I have to write it again. But anyway, <laughs> it said you get what you focus on. So focus on what you want, you know, and that like when I first saw it, I was like, wow, you know, because it's so easy to get swayed and pulled and, okay. and just tossed with the wind. You know, but then to kind of pull yourself back, like, wait a minute, this isn't what I want. So why am I giving it energy? Why am I putting my attention toward it when you realize that whatever you put your attention towards comes back to you? When you realize that gravitational pull of what you put your attention toward comes back, then you can be more purposeful in finding things that you really want to come back to you (laughs) to put your attention toward. So thanks for that. that. I love it. Okay, so you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? I feel fine. I, was, I didn't think that we had even had that much time. <laughs> <laughs> it, went, it went by so fast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Good. They say time flies when you're having fun, right? That is true. That is true. Okay. Veronica, I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads podcast. Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Uh, the listeners can always go to my website, dblakely.com. That is D as in victory, D-L-A-K-E-L-Y.com. Look on my website to see what services that I have available. I'm a speaker, author, host, MC, facilitator, voiceover talent. <laughs> and I am a, a, an individual who also will help with uh, workshops so that I will be able to get the person to the next level to be effective communicators. You can fill out the contact sheet on my website at theblazing.com. Tell me what your concerns or needs might be. Or if you want to hire me out as a speaker for your next meeting, workshop, or conference, you can also complete that contact page on my website at theblakely.com. And you can also follow me on social media at Veronica Blakely on Facebook as well as on Instagram and also on Twitter. Okay. Well, thank you, Veronica. We appreciate your insight today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Nicole, and I really appreciate it. You're welcome. enjoyed this interview with Veronica and I hope you did as well. I agree with Veronica's advice to give ourselves credit for the work we put in, especially when we do not reach the goals we desire. The end result should not minimize the effort put forth. The journey is just as important as the destination and can teach us many lessons if we take the time to process things accordingly. Leaders do not know everything, and we will not always hit the mark we set out to hit. However, we do deserve credit for our strides. A quote by Ann Sullivan reads, keep on beginning and failing. Each time you fail, start all over again, and you will grow stronger until you have accomplished a purpose. Not the one you began with, perhaps but one you'll be glad to remember. I admire Veronica's transparency in admitting a previous flaw in her decision-making as a leader. 
Making one-sided decisions can be damaging and should be avoided at all costs. To make informed decisions and act justly, it is essential to get all the data before taking action. As Veronica suggested, we must collect and consider all the facts and avoid making hasty decisions to be a successful leader. Veronica has shown that leaders admit when they are wrong and figure out a solution to not repeat the same mistakes. A quote by Amin Ayed reads, be humble to see your mistakes, courageous to admit them, and wise to correct them. I can relate to Veronica's background in education as I have the same. Educators play an immensely important role in this world as our service helps to change lives. In addition to providing education, educators also provide guidance and inspiration, which are needed and essential for continued growth. Being an educator has been one of the most selfless things I have done, and the reward has been so gratifying. A quote by Jeanette Walls reads, teaching is a calling too. And I've always thought that teachers in their own way are holy, angels leading their flocks out of darkness. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Veronica mentioned the importance of having a routine to increase our focus. Routines allow us to manage our time more efficiently and create balance in our lives. Routines also help us avoid being stressed anxious, and overwhelmed if we create our plan and stick to the script. Veronica shared her morning routine with us, which consisted of prayer, meditation, exercise, and eating. This is a great and productive way to start our day. I will make it my business to create and stick to a routine, especially first thing in the morning. I aim to have a great day every day. And I know that a routine will help me reach this goal. A quote by Tim Ferriss reads, if you win the morning, you win the day. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at once, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend a training or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your key takeaway. If you care to share, please go to the She Leads podcast discussion group on Facebook and leave your comment under the Takeaway Thursday post for season four, episode 16. Don't forget to subscribe to She Leads Podcast for first access to future episodes. And also like and share this episode of She Leads Podcast, which is entitled Leaders Do Not Know Everything with Veronica Blakely. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.